Okay, we've got a few COVID headlines that are not face mask related that we need to cover this afternoon. Joining us now, Dr. Michael Gardam. He's chief of staff at Humber River and an infectious disease expert. And the doctor joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Dr. Gardam, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. All right. After uh, the world, really, we've been grappling with the coronavirus for six months or maybe more. Who knows? Uh, The World Health Organization is out warning, quote, the worst is yet to come. Now, those are not exactly comforting words. Uh, What do they mean exactly, doctor? Well, you know, it's, it's hard for us, I think, to wrap our heads around because, as you said, it seems like this has been going on forever. And yet, if we look at studies that have been done in various countries, only a tiny minority of people have actually been infected with this so far. And so WHO is looking at the fact that they, there's more cases than ever and more cases are going to give you even more cases. Uh, there's a number of parts of the world, like the U.S., where this is pretty much out of control. And because such a small percentage of the population has had this so far, this this thing can go on for quite a while still. And so, um, you know, we're looking at a potentially really difficult winter when you start adding in uh, COVID-19 on top of influenza and other viruses. Uh, we're in this for the long haul, and I think the WHO is feeling it needs to remind people of that, especially after what happened in the southern U.S., where they kind of believed that it was over before it even really began. And so that's the challenge. So what should we be discussing? Discussing right now, what do we need to keep our eye on so we're best prepared moving forward? Well, I think, you know, we do have the, we now have figured out our stats here in Ontario and in Canada in general. So we, by and large, have a a pretty good sense on, uh, you know, our our testing numbers, people who are being hospitalized, uh, people who are dying from this. And so, we do have a reasonably good finger on the pulse, although surprises can still happen, right? I mean, you, you think of the migrant farm workers in the Windsor area where that was something that had been already recognized as a potential risk, and we had an outbreak anyway. Um, so we need to keep being very mindful of flare-ups like that and jumping on them quickly. I mean, there was a, a good example of that in Kingston where they had an outbreak related to a nail salon, and it was dealt with very, 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 very quickly and appropriately. So we're going to have to get good at that because we're going to be living with this for a while. And, and we want to be able to balance controlling the virus, but at the same time, having a reasonable life, right? We don't want to go back to the complete shutdown that we had a month ago. We want to come up with some weird hybrid for the next period of time until uh, we feel like we can start looking at this in the rearview mirror. Yeah. Is that possible? Do you have a sense what maybe the fall and the winter is going to look like? I mean, we talk about hot spots and, you yeah. know, if we related this to a fire department, I mean, are we just going to send the fire department in with their hose to take care of these little hot spots? Or do you think we're going to see a, a building burning again? Or- yeah. I, I honestly hope we're just dealing with hot spots. The, the worry that I think a number of us have in the fall is that, um, you know, people are getting used to being able to start congregating again. And, and uh, a lot of that's happening outdoors, which is fantastic because clearly this virus does not spread as well outdoors as it does indoors. And you worry as you start to get into the fall, are people going to carry those behaviors indoors and then we could start getting into trouble? The hope is that because, you know, we're not being caught unawares this time, right? The first time this happened, I think Canada was a little bit stunned, you know, sort of a deer in the headlights where this happened here the first time. Hopefully that's not going to happen the second time. We're going to be much better prepared for this. And 
if things do start to heat up, we will jump on it quickly. My hope is that we don't get into a big second wave, but rather we may start to see an increase and then we act quickly and we're actually able to control it. Nobody wants to go back to the sort of complete lockdown that we had a month ago. Joined on the line by Dr. Michael Gardham, Chief of Staff at Humber River. Also want to talk to you this afternoon, Doctor, about this headline that there's a Canadian-made vaccine that's actually getting set for human trials. What do we know about that? Yeah, well, there has been a vaccine that has been made in um, Quebec, and it's one of many vaccines that are out there. So I think at last count, it was, you know, uh, I think up close to 100 different prototype vaccines that have been talked about. And they're all in various stages of development, and it sounds like the one here in Canada uh, they actually have uh, a vaccine now and they're entering into their first, they're hoping to enter into their first human trials. I think that the disconnect that, that people often get is they hear there's a vaccine and they think, oh my God, that's fantastic. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it works or that it's safe or that they know what the dose is. And so it has to go through uh, three phases of trials before it's actually available. So in a way, surprisingly, it's it seems to be fairly easy to actually create a vaccine for this virus. The harder part and the longer part is figuring out whether it's a very effective vaccine and whether it's safe. And all of that work still needs to be done. And that's where that big time lag is. So as much as, much as people talk about a vaccine in the fall, it's not going to be this fall, but it, it, it's likely it could be next fall. All right, so even if they're starting human trials, say, later this month, and this would be stage one of human trials, it's still too early to say we could have a vaccine by the end of this year. No, that's right, because, I mean, you have to take it through. You have to make sure, figure out what an appropriate dose is of the vaccine, and you have to make sure that the vaccine is safe, that you're not getting uh, any serious, any risky, serious side effects. And then you need to bring it into sort of the uh, the phase three trial, which is really where you're comparing it against a placebo and you're really showing how well it works and those trials typically take months to do and during those trials that third phase you're also looking for any more rare side effects and things like that all of that information needs to be pulled together before somebody can get approved and the worry is if you start to fast track things and skip corners you don't want to get in a situation where you're bringing a vaccine to market where it turns out it doesn't work very well or that it causes rare but serious side effects that you didn't pick up because you kind of cut corners. So that's why it's so important to take it through all the necessary hoops. All right, just finally, I want to ask you about the Canada-U.S. border. We've all seen the shocking numbers coming out of the U.S. the last uh, few weeks, and there's one expert who says they believe that the border could remain shut for the better part of another year still. Uh, does that seem likely? Well, you know, I mean, the... the, the um the decision to close or open the border is a very, very political one that takes into consideration all sorts of things, one of which is the spread of an infectious disease. I mean, from my perspective, uh, epidemiologically, the U.S. is going to be a problem for a while. Uh, I don't see a fundamental change in attitude in the U.S. for quite a while, and they've been struggling with this virus far more than I think anybody possibly could have predicted that they would struggle this badly. So as long as the U.S. is a mess, we are right next door to the biggest COVID mess on the planet, and that's very worrisome for Canada. So from an infectious disease perspective, I could easily see us worrying about about that border for another year. There's no doubt. Whether it stays closed, 
is a very much more a, a political question because there's obviously trade implications and other issues as well. But being next to the U.S. is uh, is a very challenging position for Canada right now. There's no doubt. All right, Dr. Gardam, we will leave it there. Thank you for your time and have a great Canada Day tomorrow. Great. Thanks very much. You too. Dr. Michael Gardam, Chief of Staff, Humber River and an infectious disease expert.